And we're live. That's what I like to see. We're live. We're live. Sitting across from each other. Filled with that morning energy. It's... This is like a brunch. Yeah. We're sort of having a little brunch, yeah, aren't we? Brunch, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> making an omelet out of Skittles. Yeah, I have my grapefruit bubbly. I got the mango you bubbly. One couple- thing I like is, you know, a lot of these. We're know, showing each other our cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're showing, we've lifted it up as if y'all would be able to see. Yeah, we like pointed it directly at each other. Yeah, yeah, because we, we were like, well, our eyes are the cameras. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that bubbly really gets out there and gets all the tropical flavor. Yeah, I really love it. I, didn't, I usually go for the mango. I didn't get it. Because I have the mango one at home. So I'm trying to get the ones I don't already have access to. Smart move, diversify. Uh, but the, the, they're all good. You know which one I recommend? Which Ch- one? Cherry. Mm. If you like that artificial cherry taste, it's yeah. got it. Uh, I mean, look, this is not a commercial for Bubbly, but yeah. if anybody, if anyone from Bubbly hears this who wants to sponsor the boys. Yeah. Uh, if there's a bu- And you know what? I will say we are the boys. Yeah. You know, uh, there is a sort of, uh, I know the Hollywood Handbook guys are the are called the boys online. If you listen to Hollywood Handbook, Sean and Hayes yeah. are the boys. I mean, but if they want to fight us for it, please uh, pull up. I f- uh, who, who, you know what? That would be an interesting fight. I did, I did run into Hayes today at La Colombe. Oh, and... Really? Uh, He's a he's a tall guy, so he's got reach, you know. Yeah, he's got and reach. And Sean Sean is scrappy. Yeah, but I'm just bringing this like dense energy just right. Yeah, out. they could certainly kick my ass. Yeah, I feel like you know most com- comedy podcast people. I think I can take out. You think so? Yeah, I think I think Bory Dave Bory would put up a fight. Gabrus definitely, you know he he's got. That I think you'd have a tough time against Mitch. Uh, Mitch, I don't know. He's I've, Mitch, he's a gentle giant. Yeah, yeah. He's like he has a heart of gold. So like I'd have to. He doesn't want to. He, but see, that's the thing. Dastardly. He's like the Hulk in many ways, where he's like he doesn't want to be the Hulk. Yeah. So he's like, but he's like, that's my secret. I'm always, I'm always ready to fight. Yeah. Iffy. Um, <laughs> me specifically. Yeah, you specifically. Me, okay. He's Let's always, see, you could take it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he looks at me. He's like the Batman, where he's like, if he, he's gonna reach a point where he has too much power, and someone's gonna have to take him out, <laughs> and that person is me, Mitch. Yeah, he's got to do it. Uh, who else could we take down? I mean, I don't think I could take many. Uh, really? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think you could take many. No. Yeah. Not I couldn't take Sean or Hayes. You know, what? Yeah. it would take a while. I feel like we'd all sort of get in a scrape. Yeah, I don't want to fight them. That's the other thing. Yeah. I'm gonna put that out there. I mean, yeah, this is all hypothetical. Hypothetically, a, like situation where we're brought to a universe by a specific weird god. That's like, in order to save your universe, you're gonna have to fight each other. Yeah, and, in the uh, sort of civil war of like podcasting. Yeah, uh, no. you know whose side would we be on? Uh, I could, you know, I could see me maybe putting up a fight if it was Sean and Hayes together. I absolutely could not win. If it was, you know, I'm going one by one. I could see me hanging in for a little while, but yeah. before I, you know, got my bell rung, yeah, Weiger taking yeah. him down. Oh, so you think you could take down the Weiger? <laughs> no, I don't know. I think he uh, he would. I don't think I could take Weiger. He's like he's a big guy too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's very tall. He's got big hands yeah. too. He's got yeah. some mitts, but he runs, so those knees aren't ready for. And him. he swims. Yeah, so those knees aren't ready. No, uh, I can. I'm going straight for the knees on Nick. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to think, and I Marin. Look, he's done. He's done. LeVar Burton. Sorry, bro. No, not LeVar. No, no. I feel like LeVar could take both of us. Uh, That uh, is a. I think that's a lie. No. Have you seen LeVar? I've I've seen him recently. I saw him. That is a fit man. Yeah, yeah. He's very fit, but I'm going to hit him with the two piece. No way. He's like. LeVar is getting taken out. No. I'm telling you, no. Because he, he has like a hidden, like, Uncle energy, right? Uh, okay. So he's gonna like he's gonna he's gonna work you. All right, you're you're talking to a dad in sweats right now. The, yeah, that, that energy is unstoppable. I don't know. That, that the only the only energy stronger than that is a uh, old dude driving like a Buick through a farmer's market. <laughs> Levar, every time I see Lavar, he goes out of his way to find me yeah. and give me a hug, which yeah. is very nice. I love him. That gentleness can only be matched. By the opposite ferocity. Like, he is as 
I bet you he'll, he'll Wolverine you. No, oh, he'll Wolverine. I you. think so. What is that? What is Wolverine? <sighs> <laughs> Uh, you, you didn't describe it, so no one knows what the fuck you just did. But he, uh, he I'm sort of showing you all my muscles, like in my neck. Too, yeah, yeah. Like, ah. yeah. See, but I'll just do the split thing, and I'll just. <laughs> oh, get you're real gonna pumped split. up. Yeah, I'm a hmm. split. Yeah, you haven't even seen my demon yet. I I wonder what my thing is. Hmm. Maybe I'm like Spider Man, and I kind of say funny things. Yeah, but Spider Man is also good. You like you're like the you're like Dan. You remember Dan in the Street Fighter games? Yes. Yeah, the, the goof. But like you know, you're he, he's funny. Yeah, may, uh, I'm not as funny as Deadpool. <laughs> oh my gosh! Let's just start the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Candy Dinner with Matt Niffy. I'm Niffy Wadiway. I'm Matt Apodaca. And you know what? Don't tag anyone that we were talking about. <laughs> that wasn't for... It, it, I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea. We weren't actually saying we would fight anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're saying it with love. But if anyone does get tagged, I truly stand by every one of my statements. I I am... I'm looking... Racking my bread for brain from someone in the podcast world that I think could take me. Yeah, I mean, Bory, I think he got some just nits I don't think, on him. I think I, here's he's the thing: just whopping me up. We're forgetting a big one. What? And he's not one of our guys. Okay. I think you'd have a hard time with Rogan. Oh, oh, fucking yeah! I like you'd have a. It'd be tough. I think you could beat him, my, but it would be tough. I have a recurring like nightmare of like <laughs> him telling you the moon is fake and beating your ass. <laughs> No, but close of like me, like of like, you know how like whenever shit hits the fan with comedians, everyone tries to do this tough guy bit that I'm always annoyed by because, yeah. you know, I just I'm uh, the element I grew up in were people who were about that life. So it's very corny to me when like nerdy comics or uh, my yeah, like fear, Julia is like, I don't know, man, you want to square up? Yeah. Like my fear is like something like that happening and be like, dude, I'll fuck you up. Yeah. And then like Rogan being like, oh, we fighting? Like, yeah. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Rogan's energy is like if comics are fighting, he does not want to miss it. He wants to be a part of that. When someone's <laughs> neck is like as thick as their head. Oh, my gosh. I am just always so nervous. Someone like pointed out my showrunner at the last show <laughs> pointed out how many sim- similarities me and Rogan have. <laughs> And uh, he's, yeah. like, he's like, y'all both are on keto. You're both meatheads. You're both, you know, uh, very comedians. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. that I definitely. I am. hope it stops at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> hope both, your list uh, is short. Have Alex Jones in our uh, address book. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't think I if can you ever had get his number in your phone right now. What would you text him? Alex Jones. I spread my cheeks and sent a pic. <laughs> really? Yeah. You, you, you send him a little wink. Yeah. What if he was like, oh, send me another. Oh, no. I don't think, see, I, he strikes me as someone who, if confronted with that and was still like, I want to see more of that, he would still hide behind, like, uh, thinking that it, it, it was too much. Like, he'd just be like, oh, oh yeah. Uh, I don't even want to say anything problematic. But, like, yeah, yeah. he'd just be like, this is gay. <laughs> I just love the the sequence of those sentences yeah. coming together like that. The, it, what's so interesting because I remember I talked to a few of our comedy buddies who went to. We politi- can take Alex Jones. Uh, yeah, definitely, hundred uh, percent. Who went to Politicon and was kind of talking about how a lot of these like super far right figureheads, like behind the scenes of those things, are always like, you know, it's not serious, right? And it's like there's like the element of like. No, that sucks. Like yes. I was going to say on one hand, but there is no other hand. It really just kind of sucks because it's like, even if you're like, I, that's ridiculous. It's like, yeah, but you're spreading it to people who are taking it at face value. Yes. And 
going about their lives, not realizing it's ridiculous and knowing this have not changed it because you're making, I guess, money off of it. Yeah, they're they're playing it. They they say that they're playing into this. It's what Kanye was doing. Right. Yeah. Uh, But they're doing it in like a way that is really like upholding the values of these people. Um, And it's I mean, it's bad. Um, But I, I mean. I don't even see like the like a pro of doing that other than like they're making money. I don't even think that I'm not pro of that. Yeah. But like I don't see why I would think to do something like that. Uh I guess what I'm saying is yeah. I'm woke. Yeah. I know it's funny I totally kind of blinked out for a second yeah. when you brought out Kanye because I remember when people were having like all these takes cuz you know he's been doing the Sunday service yeah. and like there you know all these like woke takes of like I don't I, you know I don't know how I feel about you know Kanye commodifying like the black church experience and you know da 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 for what for money and I was like what you mean like church yeah like 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 to me as someone who's like not is he making money off of that I feel well, like he's he sold doing- like merch uh. and then, but like for someone who's like Ganesh is like well that's the same shit I mean it would not have been the full church experience if someone wasn't coughing up money because yeah. you go there you have the you know you 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 sit in front of a preacher who's telling you you know uh, on lots of occasions what you might be doing wrong with your life that you know suffering is actually a good thing because that means god's you know testing you can i just Uh, say i love suffering yeah uh and then like you know and then on some great days you're just gonna hear some like problematic trash shit about uh gay people yeah and and then at the end of it there they uh, extend their hands and you're supposed to pay them you're supposed to pay i think it's supposed to be 10 percent yeah of your for your tides and so like that always like pinged me immediately when like i was like oh that's what you're mad about is that he's making money off yeah. this because that's the truest to the church experience because didn't, didn't he also do it in a way to be like, I can't go to church. Like, I can't go to normal church because yeah. I'm Kanye West. Yeah, he, it's, uh, it's, it's silly. All, all of it is silly. Um, How was your week? My week was good, but I wanted, before we jump uh-huh. into that, I've got a deal, and I didn't delete it when I saw it, mostly because um, I felt like it'd be, uh, it might be something that you're interested in. Uh-huh. It's a subject. It's uh, It says, final hours, the biggest boobs for only cents a day. Are you interested in Wait, that? Wait, for cents a day? Cents a day. And so what is, so the biggest boobs yeah. for cents a day. Cents a uh, day. Expl- so is this, what are, what are we talking about here? This is score land. <laughs> And they're sending it to my, usually when I like, so I had a thing going uh, a few years ago that whenever I got like a, a writing gig or like money, money, I would like sign up for a porn site. <laughs> uh, I was like, I'm going to just do it legit and try and like, and I looked at it as like finally giving back to this community, community that I've like <laughs> taken for free oh for so God. long. And I must like the emails that they send to try and get you back. Like, it's so funny because, like, I feel like you have a horny brain. Yes. And then you have your sober brain. Mm -hmm. And hearing the stuff that may entice a horny brain with a sober brain is always just like, this is too much. No, absolutely. Um, But when they put it in terms of uh, the your fiscally responsible brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sense to boob ratio. You'd be be stupid not to uh, partake. Yeah, let me let me go find some. They're, they're in my spam now because the they that's what they always do. Um, yeah, but it's always like uh, it's score has been blowing my stuff up. Bang Bros usually just sends the most raunchy, like where it's like, all right, I'm glad this didn't go to my regular ass email. Yeah, <laughs> if someone was looking over my shoulder, they'd be like, oh, damn. It, all right, if he likes to fuck. Uh. This is not really the same thing, but I'm going to bring it up. Okay. So the, the new Shaft movie is out, right? Oh, yeah. The tagline for this movie yep. is so aggressive. Oh, yeah. More Shaft than you can handle. My thing about that, though, is that they just don't go for it, you know? It's like... it's like You think the tagline should be, get fucked by Shaft? <laughs> like, or, or more dick puns, you know? Yeah. Like, here's a tip. Take the whole Shaft down your throat. <laughs> In one sitting. Did any, is that, is the movie good? I, bet I haven't you, seen it yet. I don't know. 
I don't wonder what the Rotten Tomatoes score is. I like the concept. Yeah. I do like the idea of like a family of shafts. Yeah. That that like essentially it feels like they're kind of doing the thing that uh, James Bond is too cowardly to do to say like this isn't the same person. Yeah. It's just handed. There's many of them. Yeah. Yeah. So that there's a shaft family line. Um, so right now it has a 31% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hey, you know what? But 91% of Google users like this movie. Hey. So, hey. I feel like, well, that was not about to be true. I was going to say, I yeah, feel yeah. like the, the online, people are uh, more uh, able to like things. And yeah. it was just like thought of every movie I've ever liked in the last like five years, people being like, that movie's fucking terrible. I hate that there was a woman in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, is is it is like wild. There is a huge disparity disparity between the critic score and the audience score because the critic score is 31%. The audience score is 95%. Yeah. So, and I feel like I like listen to that when it comes to like summer blockbuster things like that. Like I was like, okay, because critics, you know, they're always going to be wanting, you know, the, the best, what the one uh, clip, from uh, David Edelstein from New York Magazine. It stinks to heaven. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. That person was clutching their pearls when they wrote that. Yeah. Oh, man. It stinks to high heaven. It stinks. Uh, it stinks. Oh, wait. Do you think it was the critic <laughs> from the cartoon? Oh, uh, I hope so. It stinks. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, <laughs> I hope that, like, you know, he's like, the show got canceled, but I'm still going to live out this <laughs> character and review mu- movies of it. Uh, so how was your week, Iffy? My week's been good. It was pretty chill. I really honestly didn't do too dang much. I just kind of chilled. I, it was my last week at this current writing job. Yeah. So the thing about that job that's been wild is it's in Glendale. I think we kind of discussed this. Yes. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say something. All right. Go ahead and say I it. love Glendale. Glendale is is a secret slapper. Yeah. But getting there from Koreatown does not slap. Oh, uh, no. Uh, but what's cool is like we're what, a few blocks from the Galleria. So like we would go and like lunch is – the world is your oyster. Yeah. We had a Porto's just right around the corner. Yes. A Panera bread across the street. So mm-hmm. it was you can just go to too Din Tai Fung if you're feeling fancy. Oh yeah. So um there's this tiki bar restaurant there that I want to check out. Ooh. Yeah, it's a tiki steakhouse. I was like, is it islands? No. <laughs> can you imagine if someone was like, hey, who wants to go to the tiki bar? You're hella hyped. Yeah. And they take you to islands. I'd be like, hey, you know what? You lied to me, but hell yeah. <laughs> Look, you sir or are a liar. Yeah, but but Islands but is my favorite restaurant. Oh man, I haven't been to an Islands in so. Me neither. Long. I'm ta- oh, I'm now I'm craving those salty, peppery fries. Ooh, and and the the and the pineapple on the burger uh-huh. on the teriyaki burger, mm. the teriyaki sauce. And I the love that golden wheat bun. That I love lands on. I love like a grilled pineapple. Oh yeah, on a on a food. Oh yeah, like I I'm always I always feel like a pro when I ask for pineapple with my Al Pastor. Oh yeah, because I notice that they don't just do it automatically. No, like you gotta ask. Yeah, and when I ask, I'm like, yeah, I know about the secret. I know the secret. Don't try to hide it from me. I know. I feel you trying to hide it from me. Yeah, and I want you to. Stop. These common folk over here are not asking for it, but I know that you have a secret, and I guess what? I know it. it's mine. Yeah. Slipping on there. Yeah. Uh, I but, do like when they get all of it in one, like, swipe with a knife, oh yeah, though. Like, yeah. It's, it's so, so cool. artful. Yeah. You know? I was like, damn, I'm, this is better than a Benihana's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing would be better is if they flipped it in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Flick, flick that pineapple into my mouth, <laughs> that bro. That hot pineapple. That hot, scalding pineapple. Uh, but so your the office is in Glendale. So yeah. you've just been enjoying that. So I've been in, kind of enjoying that. And then we're like in the same building as Ridiculousness, uh, which has been fun. Is that back? Uh, Did it ever go away? I don't know. It feels like it's one Rob of those Deirdre things. Rob still like, doing that? Yeah, it's like their Tosh, MTV's Tosh, where it's just kind of like they're never going to run out of videos of people getting hit in the dick, which yeah. is what my friend uh, said to me when I was like, ridiculousness is still around. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, as long as there's videos of people getting hit in the dick. Look, I'll watch a fail comp. Yeah. I don't like when it's like, I don't like Tosh when he's like, 
I'll watch people fall and get hurt or something, but I don't like watching people like throw up or like have diarrhea or something. Have you seen any of the <laughs> like LA Beast stuff? I don't think so. He's this guy who does all these food challenges, and some of them are like food challenges where it's like this is challenging because you made it challenging. Yeah. Like, but like you know that's you, your whole vibe, so I can't knock you for it. But I yeah. will say this could have been easier. Yeah. Like, let me, I'm going to see if I have any of his... Uh, he's, like, trying to use chopsticks, but they're paper straws? No, he's called the L.A. Beast. He did the okay. thing where he ate, like, a bunch of bananas, but he, there was this, like, the most bitter chemical that made things bitter, and he injected all the bananas with it, and he's like, I ate six bitter bananas. Ugh. Um, oh. Eating that many bananas feels like a chore, too. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, How many bananas can you eat at one time? Like, right, one. So there's the L.A. Beast fruit roll-up. Uh, so he... Eats a 7,000 calorie fruit by the foot. What's. Oh, I didn't know it was on. Sorry. What? Like, what's the. Is it just a big one? It's just a whole bunch of them. Oh. And he rolls them all together. See? Oh, no. It's like one of those deli spirals. Yeah. I'm just fruit by the foot. Oh, that's (laughs) gross. That's that's I hate that. And like, <laughs> Does he throw up all the time? Uh, there there was one where what was he eating? Where he fucking just puked. He was oh he he had a video where he's like I'm drinking a gallon of honey with my face covered in bees. Oh my god! I was like that's just a combination for disaster. Yeah, uh, I don't like doing anything like that. Yeah, you know I, I like always, to eat a regular amount of food. I like to I like to enjoy what I'm eating. I don't ever want to have an experience where I'm like, this was hard. Yeah. When I'm eating food. I know. It's always wild because like, I remember for my one-on-one show, I was at uh fat burger and I did their like food challenge before my show. Oh my God. And it was like, it was just a three by uh, a, a triple XL. So it yeah. wasn't too much, but it was like, um, like dang, you know, like, yeah, like this isn't the time for that. <laughs> Uh, did you do anything else this week? Um, beyond just work, not really. I kind of stayed in the house, you know, pl- got into some new games. But I'm trying to think of adventures and excitement. And really, no. I do know uh, the other day, I think just yesterday, I was uh, making a left. You know that turn if you're going up Highland on Melrose? Mm-hmm. And there was this... So you know how it's like you can't turn between make a left turn between these this time. Yes. Except for Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And so it was Saturday yesterday and I'm making a left and the person keeps honking and I do the thing where like I put my whole ass like head out and yeah. turn around. I was like, what, what, what? Da, 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 boom. You know, that I was basically scatting at yeah. him in anger. <laughs> so, skip, skip it again. Boop. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I turn and then today my friend uh, sent me a message on Instagram. He's like, "Hey, I saw somebody uh, honking at this delightful uh, maroon car." Yeah, and then you looked like you were about to attack him. Oh my I was god! Like, oh yeah, you caught me in my LA element. Uh- <laughs> it's always funny when like people catch you like angry because I typically try and present not that angry. Yeah, and you know sometimes people. They need to be dealt with. Yes. Uh, I had a weird experience last night uh, in a lift. Um, but, but I guess before I get to that, I'll start with my, I'll start with the general week. Uh, it was a normal, it's a pretty normal work week. Thursday night, though, the Matt Apodaca Summer Concert Series has begun. Oh, really? That's right. I drove uh, to Anaheim uh, with my girlfriend to meet up with my mom and my brothers. And we saw... Uh, ELO, the uh, you know Electric Lights Orchestra at the Honda Center, and oh my God, Ify, it was so it was great. Who? What were those lights looking like? I mean, they were electric. They, <laughs> it it's was electric. Uh, it was so fun. It was such a good concert. Everybody near us was elderly. Uh, it was so crazy. It was like uh, it was sold out. It was so much fun. And then on Friday night, I went to the Terragram Ballroom and saw one of my favorite bands, Pup. And I got in the pit. Yeah, I saw I saw your uh, your 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 post on Twitter. You I were... was in the pit, and you know what? I love it. I love the environment of the pit. I love taking care of each other in the pit. You know, some fun rough housing going on. Uh, I'm afraid of stage divers. 
Because I just don't know how heavy anyone is. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a very dangerous game to play when you're a sage. I saw people falling near me, and you know, you help them up. That's part of it. Yeah. But the thing about the pit, they got to blast the AC in there if we're doing all that work. Because <laughs> everybody's sweat gets everywhere. Yeah. And it's I'm covered in everybody's sweat. I get into my mouth. I'm like, this is gross. Yeah. But hey, you got to get in the pit. Um, and then. Last night, uh, I went with my girlfriend and a friend of hers to a show. That Then we saw you there. We ran into you because um, you, were, you were doing a set at the show, told a very funny story. Um, and then we went, we were getting in a lift to go to a, a birthday party, and our lift driver was insane. Uh, he, like... Oh yeah, you he, really came in hot with this yeah. driver story. Yesterday. He he like uh got us like in the middle of the street and he was kind of like blocking traffic, but it wasn't like a it wasn't a big deal. That wasn't an issue. But we got in the car. We were getting in the car and then some guy who was at the show, I don't know if you remember this guy last night, but he I saw him spill beer on himself when he was talking to you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, this drunk guy. I don't yeah. know him, or I don't know if you know him at all. Yeah. Um, but he's a friend of Aurora's, actually. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Uh, he was being wild. Uh, really? Yeah. He told uh my girlfriend's friend that he um didn't know that there was a bathroom inside and then went and peed in the alley. Uh, like and well, why share that information? Yeah, exactly. Why? Uh, why, why? And he he did. I did see him spill beer like all over himself, like not even like on his like tummy or anything. <laughs> what is why would his tummy be better? Well, like because like I could see you like holding your beer at like waist level, yeah, and like maybe like gesturing wildly and spilling some of it on you. He like spilled it on his shoulder, yeah, like that was insane. Well, was- it was because he had the beer in his like. Kind of like his right hand, and he yeah. like kind of did like a shrug, like motion to say something, yeah. uh, to emphasize something, and he just poured. And I watched because it splashed on my shoes, and yeah. I spent all this time just trying to like casually like look engaged in the conversation while still like being like, "Did you my shoes okay? Drop some shit on my shoes." Uh, but so we're getting in the lift, and that guy is on the street talking to his friend who has more beers, uh, and this is when I am like. You know what? Weed should be legal everywhere. Beer and like alcohol should be illegal. It's so crazy because people get so insane on it. Yeah. Like nobody gets violent on like weed or anything. Yeah. It's so nuts. But so this guy, he sees us getting the lift. We say goodbye to him because we like saw him at the show and like lightly talked to him. So we said bye. And like he sees us getting in the lift and is just like, talking now at the lift driver and is like oh you should like pick them up like in the red or like near the curb because you're so far out in the street if i was in a car i would be honking at you and then he started getting more he started like as he was talking he decided he was upset i think <laughs> and he was like getting mad he was like yeah so like i would be so mad and then he started like swearing at the lift driver oh and then i was like the you know the girls were in the car and i was in the front so the only window was open was my window so i started rolling the window up because i didn't want to hear him anymore <laughs> and then he was just like yeah motherfucker roll the window up and was like yelling at the lift driver and then the lift driver started yelling back at him oh my god and then like sped away and was like okay, still I cursing didn't get this part of the story yeah. at all so he was like still swearing and I was just like, hey, man, I'm I I'm sorry he yelled at you uh, for me rolling the window up. Uh, he thought you were rolling the window up. It seemed like so I wanted to say I was sorry. And he laughed. And but then he was like, this guy was just speeding and like taking like really sharp turns. He seemed like an angry guy. The lift this lift driver. Oh, yeah. No, based on that, him yeah. yelling back at this clearly insane person. Yeah. Lets you know, uh, but then he like, um. Yeah, he was, like, making, like, really sharp turns and, like, almost missing stop signs and stuff. Uh, and then he dropped us off at uh, Verdugo Bar for Waisaki's birthday. Uh, and, uh, as, like, truly, as soon as I got out of the car, as soon as we were all out, he, like, we were closing the doors as he drove away. Like, because he sped off and his car went, like, and we were just like, what was this guy's fucking problem? Yeah. And, I, like, we got, he got in, you know, 
he got yelled at and like maybe came with an attitude and left with an attitude. But it was just like so crazy. Uh, and then I did report him. <laughs> wow. Snitches get stitches, man. I was just like, this guy, like, really, I mean, he really upset the girls. Like, yeah. I was just like, oh, no. Like, yeah, they did. They were, did seem very mad. And I was like mad that he was like so just rude because like we weren't even being crazy in the lift. We were like yeah. having a nice time. Uh, and then uh, that was last night. And then, oh, our new thing. I told you about this already. We rode limes in bird scooters. The scooters, I know the scooters have been around and we're, I've, I've ridden them before. I've done this. We rode into the show last night. They have lights on for nighttime. And then today, uh, Isabel and I, we wake up, we have some breakfast and she has to go to work. She's like, work's not that far away and it's a nice day. Yeah. Let's get on some freaking scooters, go down to La Colombe and get this uh, they have this like cold brew latte on tap. Ooh. Yes. And so we got on the scooters. We're riding down Sunset. Getting to, uh, you know, get, go over to La Colombe. And this, this, this nitro latte iffy. Unbelievable. Yeah. It is so good. And I just was like, I was sipping it. That's where then we ran into Hayes. Um, and I guess I'll just go ahead and say it for the boys. Hashtag the flagrant ones. They have a podcast. Yeah. Uh, and um, then I rode, a, I rode my scooter back, and I was hanging out in the apartment for a little bit, took a shower. Time's coming to come over here. My scooter's still outside my apartment. What was I, what was I supposed to do? Not get on it again? Wow. I love it. So you rode the scooter all the way from your house here? Yes. It's only a mile and a half away. I could have easily walked. Yeah. But the wind just whipping in your face while you're driving, you're riding the scooter. It's a nice summer day. I'm wearing shorts. Um, it's my new lifestyle. <laughs> I love it. You think you're going to be using it for the daily commute? Not for the daily commute because I can't leave my car uh, at my, like, on my streets. Um, there's like a two hour limit. Uh I need to get my parking pass, but uh, yeah, you, yeah, you can't, uh, you can't leave. I, you know what? That's what I've noticed. I don't have the parking pass, but I've been making it work because I don't have to be at my car super early. Yeah. Uh, but like, I see people get tickets all the time on my street, and then I saw somebody with a boot. <laughs> you know what you got to do to get a boot? Yeah, you got to do quite a bit. Yeah. That was wild. I'm always shocked by people when they get the boot. That's when you like you're like I'm done with LA. I'm going back home. And you just leave your car. <laughs> yeah, you leave it wherever you want. Park in any direction on any yeah. side of the street. Uh, but that's been my week. And you know, what? I gotta say, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride a li- I'm gonna ride the scooter to the Vista. And go see Toy Story Four after after this. Well, you know, I'm very excited for you to see Toy Story Four. I need to see it too, but I haven't seen three. You haven't seen three? No. You know, three came out 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even see it. I was like, all right. I saw it in the theater and with my family and we all sobbed watching this thing. <clears throat> and then, um, we like, I have a theory. I even haven't seen it yet, obviously, but if that one made me weep uncontrollably in a theater, I can only assume that this one is going to make me wish I was dead. <laughs> Oh man, I yeah, I hope you're okay because yeah. Yeah, I've seen a couple of post post um post movie, you know, like pictures and people have tears in their eyes. Yes. I can't wait to I can't wait to see this. I love Hey, the toys are back in town. You know what? Stop. <laughs> Stop right now. Uh what I mean, what's going on? What's going on in the news? Anything good online? Uh no. Uh, you know, just getting ready for D- what do you think DCM is going to be? Also, yeah, I guess we talk. Wh- wh- how many minutes are we at right now? We're at thirty-three minutes. All right, so let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about yet another UCB think piece. Oh, great! Welcome back. 
It is the boys. <laughs> it's the boys. It's not Sean and Hayes. It's not Naked Mitch. It's not the Burger Boy and the Spoon Man. No, it is Matt Tastic. And Iffy Tastic. <laughs> We're just going to use the same one. <laughs> All right. Works for me. <laughs> I'm, I, you know what? I, in the break, I should have pulled up the article. Yeah. I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, what is it? Um, no, I hate, well, here's the thing about this guy. I don't even want to say his name on the show because I think he's a fucking loser. <laughs> I have it pulled up right here. Okay. Uh, and like, so what is, how do we want to get into this? Cause I think we, I mean, we have to be delicate. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we I, can be candid, of course. We can speak from our experience only. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's what people need to take it as instead of like trying to fucking pull. Yeah, we're not speaking select, for everybody there or whatever. You know, ways to because anytime I bring up stuff like this, um, people always feel some type of way. Yeah, but I, but before we even get into, so I guess the quick explanation for those who might not be in a know is every few months. There is uh, two arguments brought up about uh, UCB that comes around, and it's that we don't pay the improvisers or anyone, uh, the performers, and that the classes are too expensive. And my my big thing I think I have with the whole, like, I guess not paying I think for both of them, it's yeah. like it's it's such a obviously UCB thing. As someone who's like taking acting classes, acting classes in this town are just as expensive as UCB. And all of the classes that I've seen that were I was interested in did not have a diversity program. No. But there's not a single think piece about how these acting classes aren't supporting, you know, disenfranchised actors and how that probably leads to the systemic uh, whiteness in the industry. And that's something that honestly, you know, is probably more important than, you know, comedy classes. Yeah. This is the, that's something that, you know, if you didn't go to a formal school, you need. And, and also just, yeah, to UCB's credit, they do have a diversity scholarship and they give away hundreds of scholarships every six months. Yeah. But, but so that's, that's the first point. The second point is, you know, in my experience at black box theaters, when I was performing, maybe it changed, but I did not get paid for any performances of plays at black box theaters. Yeah. I didn't make any money. Uh, but once again, UCB is the one that comes up and it originally started from the standups in New York, which, you know, that makes more sense because the culture out there is completely different. Right. You know, standups make a lot of money from just doing multiple clubs in LA. That's different, but somehow it trickled over here. This one, this article is, is specifically talking about LA. Yeah. So I feel like I can kind of use the two things I stated to refute it. And I think the last but not least thing that I always want people to do. And I think we should always do. And whenever these articles come out is, to look at their history. Like, where, what, what, what did you do? Did you go to UCB? Okay, you, you're disqualified from talking about this well, because you obviously have yeah. baggage. I think yeah. that I think as someone who went through the diversity pro, uh, the program and found success in it, I think there are definitely still flaws. I think there are definitely flaws too. Sure. I think the classes are indeed expensive, but the classes are optional. You don't have to. You don't like. The because here's the thing is people are taking the classes hoping to, you know, make it in commercials or TV. Right. And you don't need these classes to do that. No. There are tons of people working in this industry who have never taken a UCB class. Right. So it's completely optional. So for you to, you know, take on this completely optional thing and then on top of that be like it's too expensive. Well, then don't do it. Yes. Like, why do you like it's it's this weird like kind of entitlement. Of yeah, because it's not. It's not like a an entry point either. Yeah. It's not like doing these things is the way to then do these other things. It's certainly part of it. Oh yeah, right? it definitely helps. But really, in the way that it's it helps, option, as someone yeah. who like is you know working in this industry, meeting people who are working in this industry, the one way it helps is it helps you meet people with you know within yeah. this industry doing stuff who you know 
will hopefully give you tips, help you out, uh, you know, run auditions, you know, whatever. But uh, all in all, you do not, it's not a requirement to make it in this industry to be at the school. People want to do the school because it's fun and you do, you know, you get to interact with cool people. And because when you listen to these, you know, podcasts, almost every UCB comedian who is on TV will mention that they did UCB. And it seems like it's uh, a symptom and not yeah. just, you know, some extra thing. And that's, and that's, a, and that's one thing I want to point out is lots of times, you know, cause that's, I, if if I'm being completely honest, that's why I came to UCB is I heard Donald Glover on the WTF podcast yeah. talk and I wanted to do what Donald Glover was doing. So I told myself, oh, that's where I need to be. Uh, and then it wasn't until like I got further along in it to realize that, oh, that that's just one small part of it. There's so many other things that you need to do. Then and, and I feel like there's just <laughs> Kind of like that same issue along the way because you have people who can't get on Herald team and they feel like them not being able. Okay, let's even go back further. You got people who like, let's say, can't afford the classes. They're too expensive. And they look at these classes as like, this is the thing I need that will help me make it in the industry. And I can't afford it. And this sucks. And then you have that, that level and that energy going towards this. And, you know, I feel like, you know, Definitely the diversity program is doing what it can in the sense of helping people who are in a financial situation where they couldn't, can't afford to get in. Uh, for the for the best of my knowledge, also, the person who wrote this article was white, right? Yeah. Uh, so for them to even bring up the diversity and try and I, – I hate that. Like, don't try and embolden your trash take by, like, trying to put – our name in the pot. Let someone yes. who, who is uh, diverse, say something about that. No, you don't get to. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so you have that stage. Then you have people who get on, they can't afford classes or they get in with diversity. They take a few classes and then they get to the next point and feel stuck because they've taken all the classes and now they can't get on a team. Um, you know, and, and now that person is running into this issue and he's like, Oh, I can't get on the team. And that's what I need to get what, um, get, get, make it in this industry. Like I, like I'm missing that and I can't do it. Then you step forward and you get people who are on Herald and they just show up for Herald every day and, and, and do that. And they're not, still not getting booked. And I'm like, well, what's going on here? I thought if I got on Herald, all these other people I see who got on Herald and got agents and started booking stuff, why isn't that happening to me? Right. This is standing in the way of my industry. And every step of the way, it just totally negates the fact that those people you do see who succeeded put in extra work outside of it. Mm-hmm. When in, like, I, like, you know, I when we started it was cheaper it did go up uh, quite a bit yeah. but I will say like you know I fucking dumped all my money that I had into it and I couldn't afford it but I was like this is important to me now I'm not going to say that everyone should do that because that I was also lucky at the time to have a full-time job I'm yes. never going to like I'm never going to be the one who's like just uh you know cut out the avocado toast and you should get it you know i definitely <laughs> yeah, of think, course but like there is an element to like this is a specialty lane in a competitive industry and like while you know we would all love to just be like everyone can just get in the class like the school has to keep the lights on and you know and there is a diversity program so so like so I don't know what the point is there. As far as getting paid, that's a more complicated issue. Like I definitely, you know, it would be uh, this is coming from someone who has a monthly show. Like yeah, it it would be nice to get paid, but I you know, I the one thing that always kind of rubs me a bit, I guess, is when people like often are like, you know, stand-ups they, you know, they pay stand-ups it's like, yeah, it's like 15-20 bucks. Like yeah. it's not like it's and not It's not even that. I worked at the improv and yeah. I would personally hand people money yeah and you know how humiliating it is to hand an adult like a 35 year old eight dollars yeah like do you know what i mean like it's like i mean not that it doesn't help or whatever that's like lunch yeah. or something uh and also no it's not but like uh it's uh, and, and you know they're doing sets all over so like by the end of the night they might have like 60 bucks in their pocket or yeah. something but like it's it's 
negligible. I mean, it's not negligible because like any money is yeah, money. Any money is money. But as someone who is receiving money versus like, you know, yeah. uh, you, the, the, I guess the, the yeah. big bad. Because I'm not. We're not sitting here rich. Yeah. You know what I mean. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I I do enjoy the little money, but usually it goes right back to the club. Most comics are putting that money that they get, giving it to the bartender for their drink that yes. night. You yes. Know? Uh, and if you're not, if it's if someone's pocketing all the money they made that night. You're living in L.A. That really isn't going to do yeah. anything to be anything besides like a meal. And I will say, and I'm, you know, I'm not trying to be critical of the um, the administration necessarily, but I, I will say that the way that I've heard them talk about this, I've not loved. Yeah. Right. Because I don't. I think it it comes. It it's always very defensive and it's always um, angry. Instead of being like, this is what we're trying to do and this is how we're trying to help you guys versus like uh, the way it sounds oftentimes. It's like, this is how it is. So like, sorry about it. Um, But I think as somebody who's on Herald Knight, right, like um, I get I I get the position. I also am coming at this as somebody that has a full time job that has um, uh, like I have I have that. Right. So. Being on Herald Night, I the 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 argument for getting paid comes up or whatever, and I see us as like obviously we're the ones that are performing for students mostly, yeah. uh, and then the students come and see. Oh, I want to do that. I want to get to that level. So then they go take classes. Um, there are on any given Herald Night, I I believe. If all the if every player is there, thirty two improvisers. Yeah. Right. And those those shows uh, sell about like you know like a hundred seats, and those a lot of them are free. Yeah, free entries with students. Uh, so like let's say we were splitting the cost of the door, right? The the show costs five dollars. Some of the like most of the audience didn't pay. There's a hundred people each show. So let's say that like let's say like it was half students, half paid people. So in any given night, a hundred people paid. That's five hundred dollars. So we're going to split 32 people are going to split $500 with the door, right? How much is that? How much money is that? That's like cents. Yeah, 0.064 cents. Yeah. Uh and so it just like doesn't I, I mean without raising the ticket price significantly, there's not a uh, really like valuable way for at least people on the Herald Night level to get paid. I could see making an argument for like the monthly shows or even the weekend weekly shows. Yeah, getting getting a little scratch. Uh, and I think that that shift should come. I oh, yeah. d- I think that should happen. I think um that like that I feel like. No one's going to pay the Herald team improvisers. <laughs> uh, not that we're not worthy of payment. Cause I also see, I see the argument when people say that what we're doing is labor. I understand that. And I feel, I feel like I feel that sometimes, but I also don't think if I'm having fun with my friends that it's that I'm doing work. Like I'm putting on a show certainly. And I am uh, like pro- providing a service as it were, uh, entertainment. Uh, but I don't feel like I'm doing actual work. Uh, cause it's, I, I'm just loving it so much. Yeah. Uh, so like, not that I don't think you should get paid for anything really, I guess. But, um, it, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's such a tough thing, but I also, my main thing with the article, like, and this, uh, the other article, this article's on Slate if you want to read it. Uh, if you want to read this other, I mean, don't yeah. read it if you don't want to. Also, everybody who is hearing this probably hates this. Yeah. Uh, but, um, cause I see, I see a lot of people in the comments on Reddit about these posts or whatever, and like half of them are on his side, and then half of them are like, no, I can see the other thing or whatever. But I think this guy sucks. Um, and not because I think this is the only thing he writes about. I think he wrote, he wrote a similar article six months ago when this meeting took place that he's writing about. And there's not new information. There's quotes in it. And the thing about the people he quotes, there's some unnamed people. I know there's like one maybe person of color that he talked to. Um, and then there's like unnamed women in the, in the, in the article. 
But then the men that he quotes are all these like bored white men yeah. who um, didn't get what they wanted or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, if you didn't get what you wanted, that's on you. Because yeah. uh, because the what the article won't say is that one of these guys that they talked to left for being, or, you know, got asked to leave for being inappropriate. Really? Yes. Uh and like having it just like an did, energy. Did they use the name and like you knew it or you just knew because. Oh, no, I know who it is. No, no I'm saying. Yeah. Did, did you know who it is because they used that person's name? Yeah. Oh, OK. Uh, and then another one of them, I believe this, you know, uh, says he left. I thought he I, I know this person a little bit. I like him, but I, I thought he left for like another reason that wasn't in the article. Yeah. Uh, but it was. It seems like a spin to me that it was like now on UCB because I saw the shift happen where he was like talking sort of like the I don't even want to say people's names. Yeah. But like uh, there's a uh, there's another guy on Twitter who goes after UCB all the time. Yeah. Uh, and I see then all these other people join the ranks and I'm just like, oh, you're just like you're just reiterating what this guy says. Yeah. You don't have a genuine take. Yeah. Um, and it is just sort of like I none of the none of the people they talk to are like people of color who have succeeded at the theater. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's just always very interesting to me that it's these these like bored white men who didn't get what they wanted and are now saying that they, you know are deserving of this thing or whatever, but they're also some of these people, some of these older people yeah. in the, in, that are being talked to are the reason it's bad because they allowed themselves earlier in 2005 or whenever the theater got here to do this for free. Yeah. Cause that's what the industry was teaching them to do. They went and worked at funny or die for free or for fucking $50, 12 hour day, $50 or yeah. something. Uh, they're the reason this industry is bad. They ruined it for us because they allowed themselves to work like this. Cause they thought, Oh, it's going to get them ahead. And then when it didn't get them ahead, they decided to start saying funny or dies sucks yeah. or UCB sucks. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, uh, it sucks because you fucked yourself. Yeah. And I just think it's so interesting that now it's, uh, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's just interesting that they have all this, uh, fire in their bellies now for something that they did. Yeah. So it's like, th think for a second about who you're actually mad at. Yeah, but, you know, accountability comes by hard these, these days. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And I think it does suck. I think working hard and getting little to no money sucks. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't consider what I do work. Because I know that, like, other opportunities that I, I mean that I've either talked about on here in sort of like vague ways or whatever, or uh, even in like very specific ways, opportunities have come my way because of being at the theater. Yeah. You were in a pilot presentation. I was in a, yeah, I did a pilot presentation. I like, uh, I don't go on auditions often, but sometimes when I do, it's because somebody thought of me who works on something or, you know, uh, somebody from UCB works on something and thought of me or somebody saw me like, like Gus Van Sant wasn't going to come to the clubhouse. Yeah. You know, I would, didn't get to be in that movie, but he saw me and asked me to come audition for his movie. Yeah. That was an opportunity you had that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. No. Yeah. So like opportunity is there. Uh, it's not, I mean, it's not, a lot, <laughs> but like, it's more than if I was just doing nothing, you know? So I don't know. I am always coming at it. And I also, I feel very privileged. I feel very lucky for my spot at the theater. Cause I worked at the theater and I was an intern for a while and like was given a lot of opportunities, uh, be just because of being there. So, uh, but I worked hard to get on a team. You know what I mean? Like I worked hard. Um, and I think, I, I suspect things aren't going to change very soon, but I hope that something happens that satisfies everybody uh, and doesn't hurt the theater in any sort of way because I care about it so deeply. <laughs> uh, and uh, I think 
uh, that this guy, if he wants to write the same article every six months, that he should actually investigate some of the things he's talking about and instead yeah. of just talking to people who are upset yeah. and share the same thing because that's the thing like he's not talking to anybody who has a uh opposing view either he had he's not talking to like a sean distant or something or like uh you or me or anybody um like he's not talking to um like i mean i can he's just not talking to anybody that isn't a bored white man yeah and that's uh, that's that's uh, yeah, that, that's how you get all the answers you want. When you want to just be like, oh, this is whack, but you know, it'd be like that. Yeah. So, uh, what's something you love this week? What? <laughs> uh, I love. Um, you know, I gotta say, I love, I love the Nintendo Switch. I talk about it a lot, but I love the Nintendo Switch. I got NBA Two K nineteen for three dollars. This week. Yeah. I don't play sports games. I just don't. But when I see, I do like a value. Yeah. It was stupid to not buy something that was 95% off. Yeah, that's uh, what everyone uh, essentially said about that sale. I was like, well, I have to get this. Yeah. And I've been picking it up a little bit, and I made an I made a character. I yeah. scanned my face. Yeah, that was pretty hilarious seeing that. Yeah, and uh, it, you know. They're not always 100%, but it, it was pretty close. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as well. I was like, that's you. I didn't smile because I knew if I smiled, it would kind of fuck it up. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it looked it looked very funny. Uh, the guy sounds nothing like me, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but I made him very tall. So, yo, what's up? I'm mad up a darker. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not good at the game. <laughs> but I remember playing, like, NBA Street Volume 2 a lot when I was a kid, and that was, like, a game that I loved, and I was like, this is not going to be similar, but uh, the mechanics are similar. You know, you run up to the basket and shoot, yeah. um, and it, it feels very satisfying to be, like, um, like Magic Johnson or something. I just want to be Magic Johnson. I just want to be Magic. Uh, so I love Nintendo Switch. I love, uh, you know, I want to get Crash Team Racing, uh, but I haven't. I just haven't picked it up yet. I love that Crash is back. Alex Berg is Crash. Really? Yes. Really? In the commercials, he's Crash. I did not know that. So, like, the character, like, the, you know, the, uh, you know, costume character version. Yeah. Uh, it's Berg. Oh, that's it's Alex so Berg. funny. Yeah. So, shout yeah. out to Berg for living yeah. a dream. Yeah. Living a real dream. I'm glad you're, you're Crash. What did you, what did you love this week? Uh, I, I started playing this new game called Death Garden, uh, Blood Harvest. It's a game that takes place in a dystopian future where to get out of the slums and join the uh, well-to-do in the enclave, you have to do this event called the Blood Harvest. Uh-huh. So uh, it was it's, it's pretty fun. It's very similar to Dead by Daylight, which I don't know if you've played. I never have. It's a 5v1 game where five players play survivors and one player plays a killer. And you're hunting down the survivors, and the survivors are trying to turn on generators to unlock the exit and escape. And, you know, there are well-known horror faces. There's uh, Ghostface from uh, Scream. He's in here. Yeah. Freddy Krueger is in the game. They have the pig masks person from uh, Saw. And you can put the reverse bear trap on survivors if you capture them. Whoa. Yeah. So... How are they getting these licenses for these characters? Uh, it, I mean, it's because it's like the, one of the most kind of well-known horror uh, video games. So they're getting. Oh, I my think God. They're just giving up them licenses. And this is on the computer? Yeah. Hmm. Ash from the Evil Dead's in it. He's there. Yeah. What about Jason? Jason is not because they created the Friday the 13th game. Oh, so and it's essentially the same, uh-huh. but just only Jason. That's coming to Switch. I would think about getting that, getting scared. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't love getting. I, I mean, I, I guess I do love scary games. I was just thinking it would be a fun game, The Purge. Oh, how was it? I said no. That would be that would oh, be a fun game. Sorry. Well, I mean, it's like all these uh, battle royale games. So yeah, I'm sure, it's coming soon. They should make it if they haven't yeah. thought of it. Give me some money. <laughs> just survive the night. Yeah, that'd be really fun. Yeah. Uh, if his eyes are closed, if he's falling yeah. asleep. Yeah, I went to an after-hours spot last night, uh, and I didn't get home till like five in the morning. Yeah. So you still we started hot. 
And yeah. now you're going to sleep. But oh, so yeah. where can we find you this week? <laughs> We're at an hour. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. You can find me, uh, you know, as always, if you wide away, I-F-Y-N-W-A-D-I-W-E on Twitter and Instagram, if D's on Twitch. And this week, uh, you know, I'm going to be, uh, oh shit, this weekend's DCM. That's right. Yeah. So make sure you come uh, and see white women. We got a show. That's great. And then you can see, uh, you can see me this week. I'm doing a show. Uh, Well, also, you can always find me at Matt Apodaca on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, listen to my podcast. Uh, what's with these homies talking about Weezer? Uh, we're getting to the end. Got only a few albums left to do. I know. How does it feel? It feels good. It feel, I'm excited, uh, to sort of not to be done with it, but like to sort of see, like to take a break and then see what the next thing is, you know? Yeah. Um, and so listen to that every Friday. Uh, there's many episodes out right now. There's like 15. You can go check out. Um, and you can see me this week at UCB Sunset at 9.30, I believe 9.30 p.m. Is that right? No, I think that's at UCB Franklin at 9.30. Yeah. Um, I'm, pl- I'm playing in a show called The Big Dumb. Uh, and there's a lot of funny improvisers on that. Uh, I believe it's, we're doing, it's, the premise is, uh, it's like a new premise every month and the hosts are, um, very, very funny, and they're doing this thing where they're three Drew Carries hosting a, a Whose Lines in Anyway. Um, so I think we're going to be doing some short form or something, so yeah. come check that out. Uh, and then, yeah, this weekend is DCM, so you can come uh, see Pony on Saturday at like uh, 10.40 in the morning. I'm not sure where. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing like past that blunt at 5 in the morning. I was like, that's too early to be high, but we'll see. Yeah, we're doing... Uh, Stop Manapadaka from doing comedy mm. at like five in the morning. Oh boy. Yeah. Let's see if anybody shows up for that. Yeah. And hey, if, you, and if any of the people on the show show up to that, you're a real one. I know. All right. I think we got to get out of here. We got to go. I need to take a nap. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.